Good morning. <clears throat> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Depending on wherever you're connecting from at this moment, I welcome everyone to another session of the Inspired by the Word, Global Time of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take this session of intercessory prayer. God bless you, ma. Esteemed family, right now, we'll be praying for the security agencies and military bodies and personnel of nations of the world. Today, we are going to be praying for the different sectors in the intelligence community, from the national directors of intelligence to the intelligence officers and to the hardworking analysts in the field, in the office. We're going to ask for the spirit of wisdom to be poured out to them. We're going to decree and declare today, according to the word of God in Proverbs 26, verse 9, the TPT version. The scripture reads, that wisdom is a gift from a generous God, and every word he speaks is full of revelation and becomes a fountain of understanding within you. Therefore, esteemed family, we're going to affirm today that everyone involved in taking security decisions are full of wisdom and understanding. Esteemed family, we're also going to declare and declare that, that every rise in cyber threats, nuclear weapon, regulation, conflict, and deliberate manipulation of intelligence in order to deceive and destabilize securities of nation, it's cut down today. We're also going to thank God for the abating waters of the flood. The testimonies are coming in every day. We're going to thank God for the flood that is abating and receding in various areas in Nigeria and other nations of the world. We're going to pray using the scriptures in Genesis 8 verse 1, thanking God for his wind that has sucked up the waters. Esteemed family, wherever you are right now, kindly unmute your mic and begin to intercede fervently for the military bodies and security of nations, as well as praying also for thanking God also for the receding waters of the flood. Malabo Sharaba Zunte Interliba Shunte Liba Yekebo Shanta Liba Zunte Likabo Shirabaya Liba Yekebunte Liba 
Thank you, the Heavenly Father. Thank you, O God, for the military bodies and security agencies of the world. Father, we thank you because you have opened them to the revelation of your truth. Thank you, O God, for a spirit of wisdom and excellence that is at work in them. Thank you, O God, because they have understanding. Thank you, O God, for insight. Today, Father, we proclaim your peace upon the military outfits and security agencies of the nations of the world in the name of Jesus. Father, we decree, O oh God, peace upon the brothers and intelligent firms and servers of nations in the name of Jesus. Father, O oh God, we decree no more hacking or attacks on security and military outfits in the name of Jesus. Father, O oh God, we stand against every intruder who seeks to profit, who seeks to destabilize lies the intelligence of nations of the world in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, O God, and we rejoice today because we know that nations and security of nations are safe in your hands because you are the one who is watching over them. Father, O God, we thank you for the abating waters of the flood. Thank you for the miraculous testimonies that we are receiving, O God. Thank you for the Biosa and Potter River State East-West Road, O God. Thank you, O God, for the waters that are beating in every part of Nigeria and nations of the world. Thank you for the miracles in Indonesia. Thank you for the Philippines. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, O God, for our lives are changing every day as we behold your glory. Father, we give you all the praise. In Jesus' matchless name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, dear esteemed family. 
for always joining in this first session of prayers. God bless you for your labor of love. Thank you, dear, dear esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take this first session of prayers. I do not take it lightly, esteemed Ma. God bless you immensely. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Tina. God bless you. Now I'll hand over to Sister Tina, who will be taking us in the next session of prayer for nations of the world. God bless you, esteemed Ma. Over to you, dear esteemed Sister Tina. God bless you, esteemed Sister Kelvin Erisma, for leading us in such a powerful prayer for the security agencies and military bodies of the various nations. Thank you, Ma. God bless you, and I love you so dearly. First of all, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank esteemed Amarakma for this opportunity to lead in this session of intercessory prayers. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you, and I love you so dearly. Esteemed family, today we'll be praying for the Republic of the Union of Mama. Mama, formerly Burma, is a Southeast Asian nation of more than 100 ethnic groups bordering India, Bangladesh, China, Laos, and Thailand. So using the presence as a point of contact, His Excellency meant using him as a point of contact, we pray for all those in authority who occupy the various authority positions. In the Republic of Myanmar, those who directly or indirectly affect the decision-making process of that country, we pray upon our salvation, righteousness upon the soul of the country, Myanmar. We pray that the Leaders, they, they have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. They draw wisely. We pray for the economy of the nation and come against any demons causing poverty or hardship in the nation of Myanmar. We pray for the that the word of God prevails and grows mightily in that nation, that many more people are hearing the word and accepting the word and coming into the kingdom of God. We pray for the church in Myanmar that they, they are bold. The Christians and the leaders, they are bold and strong to preach the gospel, bringing many into salvation. Esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from, kindly unmute your mic and intercede fervently for the Republic of Mama. Thank 
Oh, 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. For the all men, all men in the Republic of the Union of Mama, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for the presence, His Excellency might, and using Him as a point of contact. Heavenly Father, we pray that the spirit of salvation, the spirit of salvation is poured down on the Republic of Mama. We come against any influence of demons who are blinded, who are blinded the minds of the people, and they do not want to believe in the gospel. We come against religion in the Republic of Mama. Mama is a Christian nation. Salvation is poured out upon the nation, and the people are accepting Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we pray. We pray for the economy of Mama, that the economy is flourishing, it's flourishing like never before. We come against depreciation, inflation, mismanagement of the economy. The economy of Mama is flourishing like never before. Peace with prosperity garnishes the hearts of each and every person in the country. They enjoy the goodness of God. We come against Buddhism, unbelief in the land of Mama. Satan and his cohorts of demons who want to influence Mama. The deep state, evil men and women who want to hijack the economy of Mama. Even now we cut off their influence in the mighty name of Jesus. We we cut off their influence in the mighty name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, any law, any unjust and wicked law that is being passed in the Republic of Mama, even now, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, such laws will not be implemented. Such clouds of laws, oh Lord, they do not hold water. They do not hold water. We declare that any draconian law that has been passed, that is to be past in mama is cut down in the mighty name of Jesus. Such laws, all those lawmakers who are doing that, even now their influence is diminished. Their resources are snatched in the mighty name of Jesus. Mama is full of good laws. It's full of the good laws that promotes the will of God. We pray for the sick mama. We come in so we come to the throne of grace and receive grace and mercies for them. The sick mama, the healing streams, the healing streams that is present in all over the world. It's it's on their heart. It's it's come. It's on their hearts. In the name of Jesus, they are healed of any infirmity. Any infirmity. The sick mama, they are healed even now. We pray for the church of Jesus Christ in mama. We pray for all those underground churches that even now, God, even now they are worshiping God publicly. They are evangelizing like never before. The ministers of the gospel, the missionaries that have been stationed in Mama, even now, oh Lord, they are bold and courageous, are not terrified by.
pit of hell. Mama belongs to Jesus. Mama belongs to Jesus. No Buddhism in Mama. No unbelief. Unbelieving mama. We come against the influence of all the neighboring countries of mama. Thailand, Laos, China, Bangladesh, India. We come against any bad impact or influence that will have on the nation of mama. We cut off this influence in the mighty name of Jesus. In these end times, in these end times, the people of mama, they are preaching the gospel like never before. We pray for the young people in that country, that they are bold, they are courageous, they are not involved in violence, but they are bold and courageous preaching the gospel, serving God fervently in this their youth. Mama belongs to Jesus and we refuse to hand it over to the devil. All the leaders are full of insights, insights into the revelation and secret mysteries of the kingdom of God. Every Every city, every city and church of Jesus Christ in Mahama, every home, every home a cell in Mahama, every home a cell in Mahama, every person a cell leader in Mahama. Lepa shake it We network Mama from Jesus Christ. We network every street, every town from the capital city to to every village in Mahama for Jesus Christ. The, all the hundred ethnic groups in Mahama, they hear the gospel in their languages. They hear the gospel in their languages. The work of God is going mightily in Mahama. We pray for all those at the forefront of preaching the gospel in that country, that they are blessed beyond measure. They are blessed beyond measure. Everything they need, everything they need to experience Everything they need to expand the kingdom of Mama is provided unto them. It's available unto them. Mama belongs to Jesus. Mama belongs to Jesus. There will be no one in Mama who will say, I didn't hear about Jesus Christ. Who will say, I did, I'm not saved. Because all of them are, will be saved. All of them are saved even now. The word of God is great mightily. It's great mightily, Mama. It's great mightily. Mightily, Mama, as their anthem says, the word of God is going mightily to the end of the world. It's to the end of the world. The word of God is going mightily, Mama. Lay past shake it, Laba, lay past sick it, Laba. We have captured Mama for Jesus. Devils and demons, you have no authority in that country. Lay past sick it, Laba. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Esteemed family, first, once again, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank Esteemed Amaratma for this opportunity to lead in this session of intercessory prayers. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you, and I love you so dearly. Thank you also, Esteemed Pastor Deborah Ma, for this opportunity. Esteemed family, thank each and every one of you for availing yourselves today, for praying for the military bodies and security agencies of the world, and also for praying for the nation of Mama. Indeed, Mama will never be the same after today. Mama is 
It's for Jesus. We have captured the soul of that nation for Jesus. Mama is for Jesus indeed. Thank you, esteemed family. As you have watered Mama with your words, as we have watered Mama with your words, so are you watered in all areas of your life. God bless each and every one of you, and I love you all so dearly. So we'll move to our praise and worship segment before our absolute review over to you esteemed sister Harriet Mark to lead us in praising and worship thank you so much family I love you all hallelujah praise the lord thank you so so much esteemed sister Tina thank you so much for that passionate intercessory prayer for the nation of Miami Miami, Miami would never remain the same in the name of Jesus thank you esteemed sister Kelvin Harris for praying for the military bodies in the nations. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from. At this time, I want us to just lift up our hands and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Glory to God. It's a beautiful month of November, month of insights. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Just lift up your holy hands and bless the name of the Lord from your heart. Lord, we thank you, we praise and worship you in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. We ask that our worship and our praise, oh God, this morning, sanctified by the Holy Spirit, be acceptable to you, oh God. Oh, Bali Grasun Takinamande Geboshka. Lengres Sekinamados. Pour your heart of gratitude to God this morning. Our God is good, our God is gracious, our God is kind. There is none to be compared with him. Hallelujah. Oh, in all the earth, there is none like him. Oh, we bless you, Lord, this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, Barago Shataya. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm, you gave us your living word to guide and to help us in our work with you and that's all we really need mm. for all you've given us lord we pray your name lord we pray your name Lord, we praise your name. Oh, we praise the name of Jesus. Oh, you gave us your living word to guide and to help us in our work with you and that's all we really need yes lord mm. for all you've given us lord we praise your name lord we praise your name Lord, we praise your name. Oh, we praise the name of Jesus. Oh, 
You gave us amazing words to offer a sacrifice of praise to you. Your very best you've given on to us, yeah, yeah. For all you've given us, Lord, we praise your name, Lord, we praise your name, Lord, we praise your name, oh, we praise. The name of Jesus. Oh, oh, you've given us, Lord. Oh, we praise. Lord, we praise your name. Lord, we praise your name. Lord, we praise your name. Oh, we praise the name of Jesus. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Hey, we praise you, Lord. Oh. Lord, we praise and worship you in spirit and in truth. We praise you with our bodies consecrated unto you. We praise with understanding as you've shown us in your word. However you require, we praise. Lord, we praise and worship you in spirit and in truth. We praise you with our bodies consecrated unto you. We praise with understanding as you've shown us in your word. However you require, we praise for our faith. In your word, Lord, we praise you for the joy in our lives. Lord, we praise you for the peace in our hearts. Lord, we praise, oh, we praise the name of Jesus hey, for our faith. In your word, Lord, we praise you for the joy in our lives. Lord, we praise you for the peace in our hearts. Lord, we praise, oh, we praise the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and say for our faith. In your word, Lord, we praise you for the joy in our lives. Lord, we praise you for the peace in our hearts. Lord, we praise, 
all we praise the name of Jesus. Lord, we praise and worship you in spirit and in truth. We praise you with our bodies consecrated unto you. We praise with understanding as you've shown us in your word. However you require, we pray. Oh, and we praise and worship you in spirit and in truth. We praise you with our bodies consecrated unto you. We praise with understanding as you've shown us in your word. However you require, we pray for our faith in your word. Lord, we praise you for the joy in our lives lord we praise you for the peace in our hearts lord we praise oh we praise the name of jesus oh for our faith in your word lord we praise you for the joy in our lives, Lord, we praise you for the peace our hearts. We praise, oh, we praise the name of Jesus. Makabush, Tanude, Liba Yekebozarabo, Shantali Kabazunte, Lidebo, Shintali Baya. Wherever you are, lift up your hands and just begin us praising tongues. Begin of praising tongues, begin of praising tongues. Ma kadabo shita libaya, mali kerebashinte. If you want to kneel, kneel. If you want to lie, lie. But just be praising in tongues. Ma kadabo shita libaya, bali kadabazundeli mashuntele kebo zete kete 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 lindali bayi kebo shira bazundele keba ma. Tu keti katu la boshi taleba intali kaboshi kaleba ya malika baya indale kabaya. Lord, we praise you, O God. However you require it, however you require it, we praise you in spirit and in truth. We praise you with our bodies. We praise you, O God. Consecrated unto you, we praise with understanding. We do not praise amiss. Oh, for you've shown us in your word how you want to be praised, and we praise you, O God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. May our praises come to you a sweet smelling savour, holy and consecrated, sanctified just for you, O God. May you pleasure and delight in our worship. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Thank you, dear esteemed sister, Arietma, for this amazing time of worship. Thank you, dear esteemed sister, Tina, for the amazing and powerful intercessory prayer. 
for the nation of Myanmar. Thank you. Dear, dear esteemed Sister Marka for the opportunity to take this session of the Rhapsody Review. God bless you so much, Ma. I do not take it lightly. Thank you immensely for this. God bless you, Ma. Mm, esteemed co-host, thank you for your labor of love. Esteemed family, thank you for always joining in. Today is the 7th of November, 2023. Sorry, 2022. <laughs> I am prophesying us into the into the uh, uh, what, <laughs> am I taking us into the new year? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, glory to God! Glory to God! Hallelujah! Um, the rhapsody is on our screen, and today's topic is peace with God. Praise God! Peace with God. Our theme verse for today is peace. Um, we're taking in um. John 14, verse 27, and it says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Oh, hallelujah. Esteemed family, you can read with me, just as Pastor has instructed us to do. I would to God, that everyone in the world would understand the magnitude and import of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Prior to his vicarious sacrifice on our behalf, the Bible says we were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise. From the covenants of promise. <laughs> having no hope and without God in the world. This is the scripture from Ephesians 2 verse 12. We were enemies of God. Oh. But blessed be God, hallelujah. Romans 5.10 says, he reconciled us to himself by the death of Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2.13 to 18 says, but now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ, for he is our peace, who had made both one and had broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one, one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came, oh, Makabo Sharabaya, and preached peace to you which were far off, and to them that were nigh. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Hallelujah. Hey, Jesus paid the price and brought us into peace and union with the Father. No wonder Paul declares in Romans 5.1, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. The word peace is from the Greek, Irene. I, is it Irene? Sorry, I don't speak Greek. Irene, okay. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. It describes one end to hostilities. It means to be set at one. Oh, glory to God. Through Christ Jesus, you've been set at one with God. You have come into him. There's no need to live in fear of judgment. Jesus has already taken the punishment for your sins. Isaiah 53 verse 5 says, the chastisement of our peace was upon him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. And please, I, 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 I want just to see, I don't know if there's a way we can read that scripture. Sorry, esteemed Sister Tina, can you go down a bit? Okay, okay, okay. Let me open my own. I don't know if there's a way we can take that um, scripture. Sorry, give me a minute. Let me, Sister Tina, can you go down a bit? No, yeah. Yeah, keep coming down. No, you're going up, come down, yes. Okay, yeah, keep coming down. Thank you, God bless you, ma. Continue, ma, just, yeah, continue. Keep coming down, thank you. No, continue, ma, to the second paragraph, actually. Yeah, God bless you, God bless you very much, ma. This scripture in Ephesians 2, 13 to 18, I want to read it to us in TPT version. Just give me a minute. Ephesians two. Okay, Ephesians two thirteen to eighteen. Yeah. I'm reading the TPT version. He said, yet, look at you now. Everything is new. Although you were once distant and far away from God, now you have been brought delightfully close to him through the sacred blood of Jesus. You have actually been united to Christ. Our reconciling peace is Jesus. Our reconciling peace is Jesus. He has made Jew and non-Jew born in Christ. By dying as our sacrifice, he has broken down every wall of prejudice that separated us and has now made us equal through our union with Christ. Ethnic hatred has been dissolved by this crucifixion of his precious body on the cross. The legal code that stood condemning every one of us has now been repealed by his command. His shrine essence has made peace between us by starting over forming one new race of humanity, Jews and non-Jews fused together in himself. Two have now become one and we live restored to God and reconciled in the body of Christ through his crucifixion, hatred died. For the Messiah has come to preach the sweet message of peace to you, the ones who were distant and to those who are near. 
And now, because we are united to Christ, we both have equal and direct access in the realm of the Holy Spirit to come before the Father. The peace we have in God is Jesus Christ. The peace we have in God is Jesus Christ. The peace we have in God is Jesus Christ. You know, you know that, um, okay, there's this, um, there's this scripture that describes it. I think is, um, I think Philippians 4 verse 7 describes it as a peace that transcends all understanding. The peace we have in God, the peace that we have with God is a peace that transcends all understanding. It is the harmony and the calmness of our body, our mind, and our spirit. It is a peace that supersedes every circumstances of life. Nearly, you see, nearly all the letters of Paul starts with the phrase, grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Have you asked why? All the epistles of Paul. You know, the peace we have in Jesus Christ, if, if, if there is nothing you take from today's review, the peace you have in God, that peace is the person of Jesus Christ. Throughout the scripture, we find that the peace of the Lord is described as a blessing from God. The peace of the Lord is described as the character of God. The peace of the Lord is described as the person of God. Go throughout the scriptures. There's this other um, scripture, I think 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 23, that says, may God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May God himself, the God of peace sanctify you through and through. The peace of God is that tranquil state of appreciation and faith, you know, that state where there is serenity, that absolute calmness of our spirit that we assess by faith when we trust and submit to God. It is a person of Christ. When we become one spirit with him, when we are interwoven with him, it goes beyond our mere abilities. It goes beyond our understanding. To assess that realm, it is a realm that you, you come with, with, with humility because our minds cannot, cannot comprehend it. Christ, having been made wisdom unto us, he is the peace that is in our spirit. It is of necessity for us to understand that God is inherently peaceful. And to appreciate God is to understand that you are one with his spirit. You are one with Christ. When you understand that, you, you, that peace, it overwhelms you. I think uh, the, the, the book of Proverbs, when we're doing our book of Proverbs, Proverbs 3, verse 5, they say, trust in the Lord with all your hearts and lean not on your own understanding. It is that trust that we have in God 
that brings us to an experience of his peace, of the peace that we have with him. It is that trust that we have in God that brings us to that experience of peace, to that place where we, we are not driven by guilt, to that experience where our past is of no, is of no consequence, our past is irrelevant. It is the place of our growing relationship with God that the more he gives us grace, the more our, the, the peace we experience, you know, the more we grow, the more we grow in peace with him. I think um, there's a scripture. Let me remember it. Okay, Hebrews, Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10 says, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Pastor preaching, if I remember that message, Pastor preached on this verse of the Bible, on this scripture, and he emphatically said that that pure water is the peace, is Jesus Christ. It is the person of Jesus Christ. It is the peace of the Lord. Child of God, when we grow in our knowledge of the wisdom and prosperity of God's love for us, when we come to have that peace, that power, when we come to understand the power and the grace, the access we have in Him, then we can begin to, to, to we can begin to be as in to relax in the peace that we have with God. We can begin to recognize. That it is in him we move and live and have our being. We can begin to be convinced that neither that, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither the things present, nor future, nor any powers, nor any depth, nor any height, or anything else in creature will be able to separate us from the love that we have in God. Nothing comes to preach us from the love of God. That is in Christ our Lord. Nothing can pull us away from the peace that we have. Nothing can separate us from the peace that we have in God. Our, our theme verse today said, peace I live with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth. The world does not give you anything. If you watch the healing streams last time, you know that that the, the last healing stream, that testifier that said that he wasn't sure if he if he preached, if he preached, he was go, if, if he testified, he was going to pay. The world does not give us anything, but God has given us His peace, and that peace is in Jesus, and on Him the chastisement of our peace was laid on. Let us come. Into, an, into a recognition of that peace and, and live our life filled with serenity, live our lives filled with complete trust in him. Thank you, dear family, for your time. Thank you, dear Estima, for the privilege of taking this. Thank you, everyone. God bless his word in your spirit. Hallelujah. I will now hand over to, to their esteemed um, um, pastor, Pastor Onyine, who will take us in the prayers and confessions and further studies. Over to you, Estima. God bless you.
Thank you, Estima, for the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connecting from at the moment. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. Sorry, we take the further service of the Rhapsody of Reality first. John 16:33. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Ephesians 2:14. For he is himself our peace, our bond of unity and harmony. He has made us both Jew and Gentile one body, and has broken down destroyed hmm. sorry i'll take that again i was taking the, um, the amplified but you are showing the king james on your screen so let me take that one for he's our peace who had made both one and had broken down the middle wall of partition between us having abolished in his flesh the enmity even the law of condemning commandments contained in ordinances for to make himself a twin one new man so making peace and that he might reconcile both unto god in one body by the cross having slain the enmity thereby and came and preached peace to you which were far off and to them that were nigh for through him you both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Praise the Lord. Let's take the prayer together. Dear Father, I thank you for the message of reconciliation that has been committed to my trust. Through me, many in my world and the regions beyond are coming to the knowledge of God and into their inheritance in Christ. They are coming into the life of peace and union with you, free for condemnation in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion, and we are still in the book of Hebrew. Caption, the Melchizedek priesthood. Melchizedek's name means king of righteousness. He was a king of peace because the name of the city he ruled as king was Salem, which means peace. And he was also a priest of the most high God. Now, when Abraham was returning from defeating many kings in battle, Melchizedek went out to meet him and blessed him. Then Abraham took a tenth of everything he had won in battle and gave it to Melchizedek. This Melchizedek has no father or mother and no record of any of his ancestors. He was never born and he never died. 
but his life is like a picture of the Son of God, a king priest forever. Now, let me show you proof of how great this Melchizedek is. Even though Abraham was the most honored and favored patriarch of all God's chosen ones, he gave a tithe of all the spoils of battle to Melchizedek. It would be understandable if Melchizedek had been a Jewish priest, priest sorry. For later on God's people, for later on, God's people were required by law to support their priests financially because the priests were their relatives and Abraham's descendants. But Melchizedek was not Abraham's Jewish relative. And yet, Abraham still paid him a, a tithe. Melchizedek imparted the blessing on mighty Abraham, who had received the promises of God. And no one could deny the fact that the one who had the power to impart a blessing is superior to the one who receives it. Although the Jewish priests received tithes, they all died, they were, in, they were mortal, but Melchizedek lives on. It could even be said that Levi, the ancestor of every Jewish priest who received tithes, actually paid tithes to Melchizedek through Abraham. For although Levi was yet unborn, the seed from which Levi came was present in Abraham when he paid tithes, when he paid his tithe to Melchizedek. If any of the Levitical priests who served under the law had the power to bring us into perfection, then why did God send Christ as priest after the likeness of Melchizedek? He should have said after the likeness of Aaron and furthermore, for God to send a new and different rank of priest meant a new law would have to be instituted even to allow it. Caption, Jesus and the priesthood of Melchizedek. Yet the one these things of all point to was from a different tribe and no one from the that tribe had ever officiated at God's altar. For we all know that our Lord didn't descend from the tribe of Levi, but shined from the tribe of Judah. And Moses himself never said anything of a priest in connection with Judah's tribe. And all this is made even clearer if there was another king priest raised up with the rank of Melchizedek. This king priest did not arise because of a genealogical right under the law to be a priest, but by the power of an indestructible reservation life. For he says in Psalms, you are like Melchizedek, a king priest forever. The old order of priesthood had been set aside as weak and powerless, for the law has never made anyone perfect, but in his place is a far better hope, which gives us confidence to experience intimacy with God. And he confirmed it to us with his solemn vow, for the former priests took their office without an oath, but with Jesus, God affirmed his royal priesthood with a promise, saying, The Lord has made a solemn oath and will never change his mind. You are a king priest forever. So all of this magnifies the truth that we have a superior covenant with God than what they experienced, for Jesus himself is its guarantor. As additional proof, we know there were many priests under the old system, 
for they eventually died and their office had to be filled by another. But Jesus permanently holds his priestly office since he lives forever and will never have a successor. So he's able to save fully from now throughout eternity, everyone who comes to God through him because he lives to pray continually for them. He is the high priest who perfects who perfectly fits our need, holy, without a trace of evil, without the ability to deceive, incapable of sin, and exalted beyond the heavens. Unlike the former high priests, he's not compared to offer daily sacrifices. He had to bring a sacrifice first for their own sins, then for the sins of the people. But he finished the sacrificial system once and for all when he offered himself. The law appointed flood men as high priests, but God's promise sealed it, sealed with his oath, which succeeded the law, appoints a perfect son who is complete forever. Praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. Thank you, Ma, for the opportunity. Over to you, esteemed Brother John. To have an amazing day, everybody. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. What a marvelous read. Glory to God. Oh, thank you so much, Pastor Nick. That's an amazing read. Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to a month of insights. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for this opportunity. Thank you, esteemed Martins, for helping us to put the scriptures on the screen. Today, Reading of Jeremiah chapter 50 and 51. Praise God. Babylon. This is the message from the Lord against Babylon and the Chaldeans, spoken by Jeremiah the prophet. Tell all the world that Babylon will be destroyed. Our God, Maduk, will be utterly disgraced. For a nation shall come down upon her from the north with such destruction that no one shall live in high again. All shall be gone, both men and animals shall flee. Then the people of Israel and Judah shall join together, weeping and seeking the Lord their God. They shall ask the way to Zion and start back home again. Come, they will say, let us be united to the Lord with an eternal pledge whenever they be broken again. My people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds led them astray and then turned them loose in the mountains. They lost their way and didn't remember how to get back to the fold. All who found them, devoured them, and said, we are permitted to attack them free, for they have sinned against the Lord, the God of justice, the hope of their fathers. But now flee from Babylon, land of the Chaldeans, lead my people home again. For see, I am raising up an army of great nations from the north and the attack her. And she shall be destroyed. Enemies, arrows, go straight to the mark. They do not miss, and Babylon shall be sacked until everyone is seated with loots, says the Lord. Verse 11, though you were glad, O Chaldeans, plunderers of my people, and are fat as cows that feed in lush pastures and lay like stallions, yet your mother shall be overwhelmed with shame 
or you shall become the least of the nations, a wilderness, a dry and desert land. Because of the anger of the Lord, Babylon shall become deserted wasteland, and all, all who pass by shall be appalled and shall mock at her all at once. Yes, prepare to fight Babylon. All you nations around the box. Let the archers shoot her. Spare no arrows. I need to work on your network, please. You have to start from verse 14 again. Thank you. <clears throat> yes, prepare to fight with Babylon, all you nations round about. Stay archers shoot at her. Spare no arrows, for she has sinned against the Lord. Shout against her from every side. Look, she surrenders. Her walls have fallen. The Lord has taken vengeance. Do to her as she has done. Let the farmhands all depart. Let them rush back to their own lands as she, as the enemies advance. The Israelites are like sheep. The lions chase. First, the king of Assyria, Assyria ate them up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, crunched their bones. Now I will punish the king of Babylon and his land as I punish the king of Assyria. And I will bring Israel home again to our own land to feed in the fields of Camel and Basha and to be happy once more on Mount Ephraim and Mount Gilead. In those days, says the Lord, no sin shall be found in Israel or in Judah. I will pardon the remnants I preserve. Hallelujah. Go up, O my warriors, against the land of Merathaim. And against the people of Kekot, yes, much against Babylon, the land of rebels, a land that I will judge, annihilate them as I have commanded you. Let there be the shout of battle in the land, a shout of great destruction. Babylon, <coughs> Babylon, the mightiest hammer in all the earth lies broken and shut. Babylon is desolate among the nations. Oh, Babylon. I have set a trap for you, and you are caught, for you have fought against the Lord. The Lord has opened his armory and brought out weapons to explode his wrath on his enemies. The terror that befalls Babylon will be the work of the Lord God. Yes, come against her from distant land. Break, her, break open her granaries. Knock, her, knock down her walls and houses into heaps of ruins. Utterly destroy her. Let nothing be left, not even her cattle. Woe to them too. Kill them all. For the time has come for Babylon to be devastated. But my people will flee. They will escape back to their own country. Tell how the Lord their God has broken forth in fury upon those who destroyed this temple. Send out a call for archers to come to Babylon. Surround the city so that none can escape. Due to her as she has done to others, for she has utterly defied the Lord. The Holy One of Israel. Our young men, 
will fall in the street and die. Her warriors will all be killed. For see, I am against you. Oh, people so proud. And now your day of reckoning has come. Land of pride. You will stumble and fall. And no one will raise you. For the Lord will light a fire in the cities of Babylon that will burn everything around them. The Lord says, the people of Israel and Judah have been wronged. Their captors ruled them and refused to let them go. But their redeemer is true. His name is the Lord Almighty. He will plead for them and see that they are free to live again in quietness in Israel. As for the people of Babylon, there is no rest for them. The sword of destruction shall smite the Chaldeans, says the Lord. It shall smite the people of Babylon, our princes and wise men too. All her wise counselors shall become fools. Panic shall seize her mightiest words. War shall devour her horses and chariots and her allies from other lands shall become as weak as women. Her treasures shall all be robbed. Even her water supply will fail. And why? Because the whole land is full of images and the people are madly in love with their idols. Therefore, this city of Babylon shall become inhabited by ostriches and jackals, shall be a home for the wild animals of the desert. Never shall again it be lived in by human beings. It shall lie desolate forever. The Lord declares that he will destroy Babylon just as he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighboring towns. No one has lived in them since and no one will live again in Babylon. And so it was. It is, verse 41, see them coming, a great army from the north is accompanied by many kings called by from many lands. They are fully armed for slaughter. They are cruel and show no mercy. Their battle cry roars like the surf against the shoreline. Oh, Babylon, they ride against you fully ready for battle. When the king of Babylon received the dispatch, his hands fell helpless. In his sides, pangs, pangs of terror gripped him like the pangs of a woman in them. I will send against them an invader who will come upon them suddenly, like a lion from the jungles of Jordan that leaps upon the grazing sheep. I will put her defenders to flight and appoint over them whomsoever I please. For who is like me? What ruler can oppose my will? Who can call me to account? Listen to the plan of the Lord against Babylon, the land of the Chaldeans. For even little children shall be dragged away as slaves. Oh, the horror. Oh, the terror. Oh, let shall shake at Babylon's fall. And a cry of despair shall be heard around the world. Chapter 51. Verse 1, the Lord says, <clears throat> I will stir up a destroyer against Babylon, against the whole land of the Chaldeans, and destroy it. We know her shall come and we know her and blow her away. They shall come from every side to rise against her in a day of trouble. Arrows of the enemy shall strike down the bowmen of Babylon and press her warriors in their coats of nail. No one shall be spared, but young and old alike shall be destroyed. They shall fall down, slain in the land of the Chaldeans, slashed to death in our streets. For the Lord Almighty has not forsaken Israel and Judah. 
he is still their God. And the land of the Chaldeans is filled with sin against the Holy One of Israel. Flee from Babylon. Save yourself. Don't get trapped. If you stay, you will be destroyed when God takes his vengeance on all Babylon's sins. Babylon has been a gold cup in the Lord's hands, a cup from which he made the whole earth drink and go mad. But now, suddenly Babylon too has fallen. Wait for her. Give her medicine. Perhaps she can yet be healed. We will help her if we could, but nothing can save her now. Let her go. Abandon her and return to your own land, for God is judging her from heaven. The Lord has vindicated us. Come, let us declare in Jerusalem all the Lord our God has Sharpen the arrows, lift up the shields, for the Lord has stirred up the spirit of the kings of the Medes to march on Babylon and destroy her. This is his vengeance on those who wronged his people and desecrated his temple. Prepare your defenses, O Babylon. Set many watchmen on your walls. Send out an ambush, for the Lord will do all he has said he would concern in Babylon. O wealthy ports. Great center of commerce, your end has come. The thread of your life is caught. The Lord Almighty has taken his vow, taken this vow and sworn to it in his own name. Your city shall be filled with enemies, filled, filled with locust in a plague, and they shall lift the skies. Mighty shout of victory. God made the earth by his power and wisdom. He stretched out the heavens by his understanding. When he speaks, there is thunder in the heavens, and it causes the vapors to rise up around the world. He brings the lightning with the rain and the winds from the treasuries. Compared to him, all men are stupid beasts. They have no wisdom, none at all. The silversmith is dulled by the images he makes. For in making them, he lies, or he calls them gods, when there is not a breath of life in them at all. Idols are nothing. They are lies. And the time is coming when God will come and see and shall destroy them all. For the God of Israel is no idol. For he made everything there is. And Israel is his nation. The Lord Almighty is his name. Praise God. Cyrus is God's battle axe and sword. I will use you, says the Lord, to break nations in pieces. And to destroy many kingdoms. With you, I will crush and destroy the horse and its rider, the chariots and the chariot. Ah, ah, ah. Yes, and the civilians too. Both old. Both old and young. Young men and maidens, shepherds and flocks, farmers and oxen, captains and rulers. For your eyes, I will repay Babylon. And all the Chaldeans for all the evil they have done to the people, says the Lord. For see, I am against you, O mighty mountain, Babylon, destroyer of the earth. I will lift my hand against you, roll you down from your heights, and leave you a burnt out mountain. You shall be desolate forever. Even your stones shall never be used for building again. You shall be completely wiped out. Signal many nations to mobilize for war on Babylon. Sound the battle cry. Bring out. The armies of Ararat, many Ashkenaz, appoint a leader, bring a multitude of horses, bring against her the armies of the kings of the Medes and their generals, and the armies of the countries they rule. Babylon trembles and writhes in pain, for all that the Lord has planned against her stands unchanged. Babylon will be left desolate without a living soul. 
and mighty soldiers no longer fight. They stay in their barracks, their courage is gone. They have become as women. The, inf- the invaders have burned the houses and broken down the city gates. Messengers from every side come running to the king to tell him all is lost. All the escape routes are blocked. The fortifications are burning and the army is in panic. For the Lord, the God of Israel, says, Babylon is like the wheat upon a threshing floor in just a little while. The flailing will begin. The Jews in Babylon say, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, emptied out our strength. He has swallowed us like a great monster, filled his belly with our riches, He's cast us out of our own country. May Babylon be repaid for all she did to us. She will be repaid in full for all our blood she spilled. And the Lord replies, I will be your lawyer. I will plead your case. I will avenge you. I will dry up a river and water supply. And Babylon shall become a heap of ruins, haunted by giants, a land horrible to see, incredible without a living soul. In their drunken feet, the men of Babylon roar like lions. And while they lie inflamed with all their wine, I will prepare a different kind of feast for them and make them drink until they fall unconscious to the floor to sleep forever, never to waken again, says the Lord. I will bring them like lambs to the slaughter, like rams and goats. How Babylon is full. Great Babylon, loved by all the earth. The world can scarcely believe its eyes at Babylon's fall. The sea has risen upon Babylon. She's covered by its waves. Her city is alive. It rains. She's a dry wilderness where no one lives, not even travelers pass. And I'll punish Baal, the god of Babylon, and pull from his mouth what he has taken. The nations shall no longer come and worship him. The wall of Babylon has fallen. Oh, my people, flee from Babylon. Save yourselves from the fierce anger of the Lord. But don't panic when you hear the first rumor of approaching forces. Or rumors will keep coming year by year. Then there will be a time of civil war as the governors of Babylon fight against each other. For the time is surely come, and I will punish this great city and all our idols. Our dead shall lie in the streets. Heaven and earth shall rejoice. Out of the north shall come destroying armies against Babylon, says the Lord. Just as Babylon killed the people of Israel, so must she be killed. Go, you will escape with, escape the sword. Don't stand and watch. Flee while you can. Remember, the Lord and returned to Jerusalem far away. We are ashamed because the temple of the Lord has been defied by foreigners from Babylon. Yes, says the Lord. For the time is coming for the destruction of the idols of Babylon. All through the land will be heard the groans of the wounded. Though Babylon be as powerful as heaven, though she increase her strength immeasurably, she shall die, says the Lord. Listen, hear the cry of a great destruction out of Babylon, the land the Chaldeans rule. For the Lord is destroying Babylon, and mighty voices tilled as the waves roar is upon her. Destroying armies come and slay her mightily, all her weapons breaking their hearts. For the Lord, God gives the just punishment and is giving Babylon all her joy. I'll make strong, I'll make her make drunk her princes, wise men, rulers, captains, warriors. And not wake up again. So shall the king, so says the king, the Lord Almighty. For the wide walls of Babylon shall be leveled to the ground, and our gates shall be burned. The builders 
from many lands have walked in vain. Their work shall be destroyed by fire. During the fourth year of Zedekiah's reign, this message came to Jeremiah to give to Sariah, son of Neriah, son of Masiah, concerning Sariah's capture and exile to Babylon, along with Zedekiah, the king of Judah. Sariah was quartermaster of Zedekiah's army. Jeremiah wrote on his scroll all the terrible things God had scheduled against Babylon, all the words written above, and gave his scroll to Sariah and said to him, When you get to Babylon, read what I have written. But you have said that it will destroy Babylon, so that not a living creature will remain, and it will be abandoned forever. Then, when you have finished reading the scroll, sigh a rock to it, and throw it into the Euphrates River, and say, so shall Babylon sing never more to rest because of the evil I am bringing upon this ends this message. Ah, thank you so much, everyone. Well, and over to Estimber Matthews. Thank you so much, Estimber John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on what part of the world you're going to hear from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the Estimber Maka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the declaration this morning, as well as the communion, praise God. On the screen, we have the memory verse for today's meditation, and it's from John chapter 4, verse 23 to 24, the King James Version. But the hour comes, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is spirit, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Praise God. Now we'll declare 20 times this morning. It's on the screen. I worship God in spirit and in truth. So you declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I worship God in spirit and in truth. 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 In the name of the Lord Jesus, I worship God in spirit and in truth. 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 Oh, I worship God in spirit and in truth. I worship God in spirit and in truth. Oh, bless be God forevermore. Hallelujah. At this point, we'll be going into the communion segment of our meeting. Brothers and sisters, today's declaration, Sataki Bababaya. If you do the 1,000 times, if you do the 1,000 times, something will happen to you that you, would, you will know of a sure thing. You will know. You will know. Do your best possible. Do your best possible. Finish the 1,000. Finish it. Finish it. For I have received of the first Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I have received of the Lord as it also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed to bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, 
this is my body, which is broken for you. Please do in remembrance of me. Oh, Sata Kiba Kakratorian teach. Father, we thank you. Thank you for the pouring out of blessings into our lives. Lord, thank you. Oh, yeah, we are surely blessed. And the world we see, the world we know, that these ones are the blessed of God. These ones are the ones that worship God in spirit, in spirit and in truth. Glory to God forever. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he had stopped saying this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, it do show the lost death till he come. We worship God in spirit and in truth. Lord, we thank you. We worship you in spirit and in truth. Our whole being, our whole being extols your majesty. For you are God all by yourself. You are the sure, the strong, and the trusted God. You are the self-existent God. Thank you, Father. We love you. We worship you in spirit and in truth. Go ahead and take the cup now. Say great. Di balundus. Oh, musicatura garagadila hakadi. We worship God in spirit and in truth. Blessed be God forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Maka for this wonderful privilege. And this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed Pastor Deborah. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a beautiful day. Can you hear me, please? Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Esteem Brother Martins. Thank you, Esteem Brother Maka. Hallelujah. Today is day 24. Praise God, praise God. Can you put your celebrations up at the, in the chat room so that we can take it and celebrate with you? If this is your first time of joining us, can you give us your full name? the city or state you are connected from and who invited you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So just in case you haven't joined the channel, you still have several more days to be a part of the 30 days of special blessings and harvest. Hallelujah. Today, I serve God in spirit and in truth. I'm inspired by the word handout. is on the Monday after IPPC. If you would like to attend or you'll be around and want to participate, it's an exciting time for fellowship, praise the Lord, celebration, thanksgiving, sharing our testimonies. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise God, praise God. Okay, I'll quickly take the testimonies right away. Just in case you have any testimonies, please share it with the esteemed brother Martin. Also contact your single brother Matthew if you would like to be part of the inspired by the word handout. Hallelujah. Okay, so birthday, birthday, sister Arefo says, today is my friend's birthday. Her name is Eddie John Epo. Happy birthday to your friend. Um, sister Orena says, 
Yesterday was my brother's birthday, and we have a birthday in the house. It's a happiness. Uchichiku says, today is my birthday. Happy birthday, Sister Happiness. Wow, it's an amazing time. Um, Mr. Kamo says, today is Pastor Julia Nyumbo's birthday. Happy birthday to Pastor Julia. Mr. Jocelyn says, um, okay. Mr. Margaret says, today is my elder sister's birthday. Her name is Mrs. Mwezi. Wampa, happy birthday to your elder sister. Glory, 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 glory to God. Happy birthday to all our celebrants and to the beautiful sister happiness. Over to you, dear sister Martha. Thank you so much. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Um, I like to. I like to pray over the tides first. So at this moment, um, confirm that you are ready to offer your um, tithes to the Lord. And um, this is a segment that should be done with all reverence. You know how it is when you serve your parents' food. And if you don't have enough regard to serve your parents' food with um, reverence, you know how some of you have served pastors, you have served leaders, you lived in their houses, you probably even live in their houses at this time, you worked with them. Even your boss in the office, when you have an opportunity to bring food for your boss or to serve your boss something to eat, there's a reverence with which you serve it. There's a way you lay it on the tray. There are wives here who you went to the market, you bought golden trays for your husbands. There's a way you serve your VIPs when they come to visit in the house. So when you offer this tithe, offer it with a sense of reverence and it's, this, it's in the state of your heart. Let it come from a place of gratitude. It's not at this moment that you are thinking of, ah, if I do this transfer now, Omo, no food to eat too. No, no, you don't think of yourself in this segment. You think about the joy and the privilege, the opportunity to offer food to your creator. Doesn't need it, no. But he chose you. It's just like, you know, um, imagine that you work in, what company can I use as an example now? Let's say you work in Christ Embassy and then you now heard, we had a, at IPPC and then we had Law Feast and then everybody brought different things to the law feast. Imagine that we all were at IPPC and everybody brought different things to the law feast. We had a day for law feast and everybody brought different things. And then Pastor Chris walks into the congre into the hall and now says that, ah, Sister Mutinta, come, bring your food. It's your food I want to eat. The way you feel, you feel like, oh my God, wait, 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 wait. Pastor wants to eat my food. Ah, my food. Of all the food here, all the CC members, they brought food. All the zona pastors, they brought food. Pastor himself has food. But he chose to eat my food. That's the mindset I want you to have when you give this diet. It's not because God needs it. He chose to want it. He chose to cherish it. Of everybody in that place, Pastor Chris will say, I want Mutinta's food. Imagine that. How would you feel? I'm made for life. So when you give this tithe, think that you are made for life. 
if God will select you in the whole world and say, bring me your tithe, your tithe is my food and I want it. See, let me tell you people, you see the titles in this house. If there's one thing I'm sure of, you will never be poor. Whatever financial challenge you may be going through now, it is not for long. Before the rapture, when you talk about the wealthiest people in this world, you will be one of them. I'm not giving you a prophecy. I'm telling you a fact. Because what is happening with us in this month of insight is that your eyes will not be open to see. Because every day you gave a tithe, God kept his word. When he said, I'll open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, wherein there shall not be enough room. So imagine, tomorrow would mark 100 days of us tithing as a family. Some of us have exceeded 100 days personally, because many of you started before we all started. 100 days of open windows of heaven, and you tell me you'll be poor? Even the devil knows that he, he has lost it where you are. So when we get to this segment, be excited. I like it when you are sending me reminders. Sister Maka, we've not prayed about the tithes. I like the consciousness of the tithes. I like it. I like your excitement. We've literally never missed a day of praying over tithes because even if I, I'm not, I, I, I did not remind myself, somebody here is reminding me. The co-hosts are buzzing me on the co-host group. Different people are sending me private messages. Many of you are posting on the chat room. Me, God said he wants my tithe. Me, that my small money. He said he wants it as his food. Ah, I'm made for life. I'm made for life. I don't know if you get me. We are made for life. This thing we are doing, someday all of Christendom will adopt it. Because we will be able to show how we prospered. We will be able to show how we made Solomon look poor. Because two things that Abraham did, Abraham paid tithes and Abraham meditated. Those were the hallmarks of his life. Those were the hallmarks of his life. The covenant of blood that came by circumcision, Christ already fulfilled that for us. In Christ, we became Abraham's seeds. Look at the month, month of insights. Does it not tally with the journey we have been on? Pastor read Isaiah 45 yesterday to us. What else do you want? What else do you want? See, eh? ah, I made Solomon look poor. That is the story of my life. You know when they say, what would you be remembered for? I will be remembered as that woman who made Solomon look poor. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to tithe. We are honored on a daily basis. The thought of it alone blows our mind that you would choose us to bring food to your table on a daily basis. Even when some of us forget, you remind us you're telling, you are asking us in our privacy, where is my food? Where is my tithe? Where is it? You delight in it. You want it. Of everything that you have, you want this thing on a daily basis. Lord, we are grateful. We are grateful that you would choose us to tithe, that you would choose us to be your food suppliers, your daily food suppliers. We are honored. We are grateful. And we thank you. Oh, tomorrow, 100 days, 100 days. What a life, what a life, what a job description. God's food supplier, what a job description, what a title. Oh, Balakosa Kabaya, thank you, Lord. We give you praise in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Okay, I'll pray over the celebrants. Heavenly Father, we thank you.
all of the celebrants, they are blessed. Greatly blessed, greatly blessed, greatly blessed. Are there titles amongst them today? La Cosa Kabaya. Today, the reign of heaven, the reign of heaven, the dew of heaven. Malika Pasoto Kobaya. They will not see the wind, they will not feel the rain, but the accounts will be full. The accounts of health, the accounts of family, the accounts of goodwill, the accounts of well being, the accounts of prosperity. And I thank you for Sister Happiness, who is joining us on such a day as this. She shall be her name, happiness all the way. She will have reasons to celebrate. Before now, that may not have been your story. Before now, though your name is happiness, but you've had reasons to cry. Today is the last day you will cry from pain. Your tears after today shall be tears of joy, tears of joy, for you shall leave your name, says the Spirit of God. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Happy birthday, esteemed sister, happiness. Amazing that it is your birthday. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, sister Jasmine said she invited sister happiness. Awesome. Congratulations to both of you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right, we've come to the end of the devotion session and we're going in directly into the 30 days of supernatural blessings. We have seven days, including today. I'm going to end this segment so I can go into the next segment and say the things I want to say. Don't miss me for one second. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Malakosa Kabaya. 